Hello, my name is Wish Reed and I'm a student here at Kentucky Wesleyan College. I am so happy you are here tuning into Kentucky Wesleyan College Campus Ministries. In this podcast, we dive deeper into our chapel topics while having real conversations. Enjoy this week's recap. Hey, this is the uh, Post Chapel Podcast here on the campus of Kentucky Wesleyan College. We are thankful that you are joining us for for this uh, this time. Um, and we, we are thankful for those who have listened before those regular uh, listeners to the Post Chapel podcast uh, that comes from Campus Ministries here uh, at Wesleyan. And we're thankful for those who are, have partnered with us, like our our on-campus radio station, and for those students, um, like our producer today, Miss Wish, who's uh, helping us take care of uh, making sure that you get to hear this and, uh, and that others in our community and everywhere have an opportunity to to hear the podcast. Uh, the whole point of the Post Chapel podcast is just to give, uh, because our chapel service is so tight, uh, starts at 1212, ends at 1245. Uh, students have that that uh, lunch break, and our campus tries to protect that time so that people are able to to have a midweek uh, chapel service to, to gather in community and, and worship God and to, and to uh, worship through music and prayer. And um, we, uh, we don't get to dig in super deep uh, during that 33-minute uh, time. So this is an opportunity uh, that students wanted in order to have further conversation about the, the chapel topics from the week. So uh, that's another little introduction for those that are new. Uh, we thank you for our, uh, our, our faithful listeners. And if you are listening for the first time, we're thankful for you and hope this is beneficial to you. Uh, today in studio, we have with us two brand new Post Chapel podcast uh, participants, and we are, are happy to have them with us. And I'm going to give them uh, both Ryan and Kirsten an opportunity to introduce themselves quickly, and then we'll get into uh, our, our message and our topic uh, from chapel that happened yesterday. Uh, so, Ryan, you want to tell us who you are? Yes, uh, I'm Ryan Thompson. I'm a sophomore. I'm a business administration major, and I also play on the baseball team, and I'm a member of the FCA. And where are you from? I'm from Owensboro. Woohoo! Thank you for being here and investing in our Post Chapel podcast here on the Purple Couch. Uh, <laughs> and Kirsten. Hi, my name is Kirsten Schuler, and I'm a junior here at Kentucky Wesleyan, and I'm majoring in health sciences, and I'm on the soccer team, and I'm involved in different clubs, but specifically campus ministries. And Kirsten, where are you from? I'm from Santa Claus, Indiana. Um, have you actually ever met Santa Claus? <laughs> That's information I cannot disclose. Uh, I completely understand. There are some things that uh, <laughs> are, are personal and the whole world do not need to know. Um, so uh, thank you all for being here. And yesterday we had uh, a, f- a first time uh, chapel speaker, uh, Pastor Jay Mills, who is the new senior uh, pastor at um, Pleasant Valley Community Church here in Owensboro. And uh, he is he is new to the Owensboro community. And he uh, 
he contacted us once he got here and said, we, we know uh, what what kind of college ministry is going on uh, at Kentucky Wesleyan College, and we would, we would love to be able to continue to serve under um, my leadership, and so how can I plug in? And so we gave him uh, a, a chapel date, and we had the topics that we had uh, that our student Uh, intern leaders had put together uh, this past August and uh, that topic was on how to serve others and uh, he uh, he is uh, he's a a former 30-year college football coach and uh, and has loved Jesus the the whole time and has entered into a whole nother ministry life uh, outside of of coaching and and joined us yesterday to talk about serving others and um, so we're just going to kind of dive right in and uh, Ryan Kirsten anything uh, anything that immediately stood out like in your in your notes or in your heart is there anything that you all want to jump off with um to to start um something that jumped out to me from the start was one of the first verses he talked about was from timothy chapter eight or chapter six verse eight and it was and having these food and clothing with these we shall be content Mm mm-hmm and um, I really liked I really liked uh, him using this verse because it shows to us that throughout life there's a lot of distractions and we get caught up in a lot of material things, and it just was nice. It was just reassuring that God will always take care of us, always provide us with the basic needs that we require to live, and that that food and clothing is really really some of the main requirements that we require, and He will always provide us with those. You all remember what he said about um, the study that they did back in the day on what what we what uh what our society what individuals said that they needed and they had a list of what was 72 or something 75 75 um and then that list that they've done i can't remember now what he what he said how many years 500 500 something yeah but i can't remember how many years ago it was still still not present day and you know he kind of said can you imagine what people would kind of list the you know the and that's a great point um god god takes care of the birds uh and in scripture says that you know they they don't lack for anything i provide for them and how much more do i love you uh, and will provide for you and your needs. Um, and, and that was on, um, he said that there's three different types of, of serving. And, uh, and Ryan jumped in with the, one of the verses that he shared uh, for, the, for the first aspect or types of serving, and that's self-serving. Too many, uh, you know, so often we think we need more things um, than, than what we truly do. Um, and we live in a society now that is very, very me centric. Um, and, uh, and just to, uh, just to back up just a little bit, I thought it was really cool before he got into the three types uh, in my notes. Um, I, I thought it was really cool how he said there's a very distinct difference between commitment and surrender. And, uh, he said, you know, even, even the best of us get, um, 
we, even with good intentions, we get off track. And, you know, we, we do have a ministry to ourselves. We, we should be self-serving because the first ministry that we have is to take care of who, who God has, has created us to be. And self-serving means we need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves in this body that we've even been given. It's the temple of the Lord. You know, he gave us this to, to live while we're here. Um, and the, and sometimes he said we got to get off target. And the, I thought it was a cool little demonstration. I've not seen that before. Um, Kirsten, do you want to tell everybody kind of what he did with Adon, who was our, our volu- student volunteer on stage? Yeah, well, I actually had like the same notes as you in the beginning with everyone can get distracted, even with good intentions. And it also really struck me when he said I was committed, but not surrendered. Mm -hmm. Because I think it's very easy to claim to be a Christian, but then to walk the life of a Christian and live surrendered is a whole different story. So do you think, oh, that's a good point before you get to the illustration. Like that's what Ryan started off with is the verse, you know, about what's really needed. And, uh, commitment versus surrender you have a lot of people who do say that they're committed but then you find that they only fall into that uh first type and it's Mm self-serving and you may say that you're committed but surrender is completely different he also made another comparison at the end of his sermon where he said that serving the lord is not a sacrifice but an investment Mm -hmm. and i think that comparison is kind of like I was committed but not surrendered because I feel like when you commit to something, it's not always a choice. Like I have to commit to certain things because I'm choosing to allot my time there. But when I surrender myself to the Lord, I genuinely want to do that. And like that's a choice I'm making every day. It's not a week-long commitment, Mm -hmm. a semester-long commitment with Mm -hmm. a specific class. Like it's Mm -hmm. a lifelong commitment thereafter. Yes, it's a good point because I I personally, I think big, big picture – the issue that we have in our culture is I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of issues uh, that don't line up with God's will and example, but also the fact that people will say, Oh yeah, I'll, I'll do that. They make a commitment to something and then they don't follow up. There's no follow through like, Oh yeah, I'll be on your team or, Oh yeah, I'll, I'll be a part of this or I'll commit to doing these things Well, they do it as long as they want to. But then when it's inconvenient for them or it doesn't go the way that they want it to, then all of a sudden they peace out on it, you know? So your, 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 your words of commitment mean really nothing, but until it's followed up by your actions that come every day. And then it is because it's something that you, you made a commitment to it. Why did you make a commitment to it? Was it self-serving because it's something that is needed and God has called you to, or is it something that you thought was a good idea in the time and that it would serve you? And then when you find out that it was really about serving others and about sacrifice surrender then you're out you know it's a it's we could talk the rest of the time about that no being a christian is not convenient no 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 that's what i learned from this is like being like a difference maker and how to serve is it's never convenient to serve it's never convenient at all um but like you said i was like oh my gosh that is so true kirsten because it's so true like when we choose to like 
take commitment to something, even like the best of us will commit to something and we'll truly dedicate our time. But being a Christian, you have to dedicate every waking moment to making those decisions. And that's truly being surrendered versus committed because you can commit yourself to many different things, but you can only surrender to one God. And because it is ever consuming forever mm-hmm. and ever. Mm-hmm. So. And, and it's, uh, and that's my uh, one thanks note. producer note. Uh, <laughs> um, the the whole thing around and I want you to, I want you to explain what they the the example that uh, Pastor Mills and Adon did uh, but it was all about what we focus on um, and when your focus is on surrender as opposed to commitments or or what what's best for you so go back and tell tell them how it happened so Adon was on stage after he had that amazing prayer and. Uh, Pastor Jay basically had a handful of pens. I would probably say it looked like 20 from the back, but I was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easily, easily 20 pens. Yeah, a good portion of pens. And I was like, this man is going to throw these pens at a dawn. And then (laughs) surely enough, he said that... There were 20 gray ones or 20-ish gray ones. And then one red one. And Pastor Jay told a dawn that he needed to try to catch the red one. And... So when he threw the pins, Adon caught the red one, which props to him because (laughs) (laughs) that's definitely harder than it looks, I'm sure. But I thought it was a great illustration because I'm a visual learner. And so for him to make that connection, I thought was very effective Mm -hmm. for me, Mm -hmm. at least in what he's trying to say. And like what... There was 20-ish gray pins, one red pin in the middle, and then when he tossed them all at him and he caught the one, I mean, what happened to all everything else? It dropped. It dropped. Mm-hmm. So the, the one thing that Adon focused in on allowed everything else to go away, uh, and he was able to be successful in it, and I was so happy that he caught it, not only for Adon, but also for Pastor Mills, <laughs> you know, in the whole illustration, because sometimes that doesn't happen. Sometimes... Uh, sometimes our efforts can still fall short, even though we're focused and that's part of, um, that's, but the, but the heart and the emphasis and the focus and Adon caught it and it was, it was pretty awesome, but I thought it was a great illustration. Great illustration. What, what, what next? The uh, second type of serving that Pastor Jay talked about was, um, serving God. Mm -hmm. And in this, he went to talk, he went saying that, how we all serve God through our through every day of our lives. That might be all I have written down. It's all right, Kirsten. Did you have anything under that? Uh, for serving the Lord, I just went back to the verse in Deuteronomy He gave us in ten, 10 twelve. Yeah, ten twelve. And it says, And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God ask of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in obedience to Him, to love Him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to observe the Lord's commands and decrees that I am giving you today for your own good. And then later in chapter 11, it also talks about loving and obeying the Lord in the very first verse of the chapter. And so I think that just goes again, and there's many other yes. spots in the yes. Bible that talk about love and o- loving and obeying the Lord. But I thought that was cool how right away he was talking about it even more. Um, he uh, shared with us the story about the Catholic priest, uh, Father Damien, um, and how, um, and I, I won't get the, I won't get the, the dates exactly right because I didn't write those down. But some somewhere in the nineteen, maybe not. I'm not going to even get. <laughs> um, but there was a leper colony uh, in 
you know, kind of in the Hawaiian Island areas. And they talked about the, the hundreds and hundreds of, of humans, individuals who had been, who had contracted leprosy and were dealing with that. And basically, in order to contain or prevent the spread of that disease at that time with, with limited, uh, you know, um, medicine, cure, that type of stuff, that basically leprosy from, from scripture to, you know, recent history was almost like a death sentence. Um, and there was not a cure for that, and it was highly contagious. And those who um, those who contracted leprosy were, were ostracized, and people couldn't touch them. And they, you know, it was a hor- horrible experience um, for individuals who who had who were lepers. And so, basically, Father Damien felt called. Um, and and I didn't I didn't get the exact quote, but he basically um, said that uh, that Father Damien said I became a, a leper to lepers for the cause of Christ, um, and I thought wow wow you talk about um, talk about serving God and serving others, um, you know that's that's not there's. I, I I hate the the negative connotation around self-serving because it in its in its by its roots and nature it's not a bad thing. We've made it a bad thing by it being so me me focused. But you do there are three types as as Ryan's already talked to, uh, and mentioned about the first two. But the three types that Pastor Jay uh, talked about was there's self-serving, serving God, and serving others, and. You know, Father Damien in this situation went there to live among the lepers and to minister to them. And and as as Pastor uh, Jay kind of shared, he began to to bring an attitude and a culture, and he began to just just completely change the uh, the the whole culture and atmosphere of that colony to serve them and and to make things to to build houses and to be, you know to make that community the the best it could possibly be under those circumstances and he he died from leprosy um, and um, he he lost his flesh um, life um, but it was all for the cause of Christ. And um, I just thought it was a powerful, powerful story. Um, what what do you all want to go to next? You had mentioned serving others, and he talked about four subsets within that service. And it was at home, in our community, through the church, and at work. Mm-hmm. Ryan, do you have anything that stood out to you as he got into what it meant to uh, to be doulos, uh, which is the Greek word uh, that we find in, crypt- in scripture for the the type of the type of s- sacrificial servant slave, and that was not uh, you know um, because of the the history of Western civilization in the United States. There's a lot of negative connotations that come along with the word slave, and for great uh, for great reason. But doulos was a word that represented our, our, our language, our modern-day language of slave, but it was a title of honor, which, which meant that you, you were, 
you are ser- you are serving others and honoring others, and we're completely kind of surrendered to that type of service um, at home, within the community, within the your faith community, your church, uh, your parish, uh, and and the workplace. Um, you all, anything stand out in there? There was lots of scripture that he provided uh, dealing with that from. Uh, Philippians two seven to Ephesians five twenty one Hebrews six ten Ephesians six five through eight. There was uh, uh, a lot in there. Yes, yeah, so off the doulos, the the definition of it that he provided was it was he said it was an unconditional subjection to another, and like Sean said, our like our word for it and the is oftentimes slave like a slave, mm-hmm. but he talked about how that comes with negative connotations for. Um, how that has been handled, handled in our in like the history of the United States, and so the and also with what Sean said, the scripture I want to talk about Philippians two seven. Mm-hmm. Um, it says he it reads he set aside the privileges of uh, he he set aside the privileges of deity and took on the status of a slave. And he in this scripture is is Jesus, and it just shows that. Uh, Jesus gave up his privileges and uh, he, he, he was the son of, he was the son of God and he knew that. And he just kind of took a back seat and uh, served and served others instead of focusing on himself and serving himself all the time. He was serving others and took that status of a slave. So mm-hmm. Kirsten, you have anything? Uh, going back to how he said we can serve others at home in our community through our church and at work, I also made a note that he said service should be done by everyone. It should be done every day and everywhere. Mm-hmm. And kind of going back to what Ryan said and mentioned in Philippians 2, 7, that even the Son of God humbled himself to serve others, so why can't we as humans serve others? And so I thought that was really interesting. And not only when we serve should we merely be like helping people, but the intention and why we're doing it should be in obedience to the ministry in heaven. And so I thought that being intentional in the way that we serve others is also important because not everyone knows God. And so sometimes you are that person's Jesus for the day. And so the intentions and like even just a smile or something small can show them Jesus. He told that cool story about um, unselfishly loving others. And he gave that example of the, I forget who it was that was straight on the side of the road in the rain. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then Nat King Cole's yeah. wife. Yes. Yeah. And he yes. had passed away. Yes. And uh, she was stranded on the side of the road in the rain. And then um, a man drove by and helped her to get her car running again. And so she made it to her dying husband's bedside. And then she sent him a, sent him a note afterwards or a TV with a note afterwards, yeah. just thanking him for thanking him for what he did. And then on the at the end of the letter, she signs it, uh, or she says, thank you for unselfishly serving others, which I thought that was really great. Yeah. Yeah. And at, at the time that, that Nat King Cole passed away was, was not, um, was not a, was not a great time with race relations, uh, in our country. And, um, for, for an African American woman, uh, at that time to to break down on the side of the road in a rainstorm and to have a young white male uh, 
stop and uh, help her. Um, he had no idea who she was, uh, and and it allowed her to to get to the bedside and be with him before he passed away. And you know, uh, I, I thought what was so cool about that is he did he didn't know uh, to get back, Kirsten, to what you said. Everyone, every day, everywhere. Uh, what a great story to to epitomize that. Uh, it doesn't matter what. It doesn't matter the circumstances in our world. It doesn't matter the history, uh, the negativity, the the what whatever the issues are. Like if we're being doulos, if we're being who God called us to be as sons and daughters of the living God, if we're following the example of Jesus, then it doesn't matter. You know, and this 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 morning, God had me to to write a devotional around. You know when when Jesus was betrayed, you know, um, you know, we, we we betray others and others betray us and Jesus was betrayed. And regardless of our emotions, our feelings and all of that, like if, if we can go against the flesh and we can go against culture and every day, everywhere, regardless of who it is, we can be obedient to just serving someone else, uh, it should it shouldn't matter who it is and it shouldn't matter where we are and it shouldn't matter what the consequences of for doing that would be like that person in that story didn't do that to get a new tv you know mm-hmm. um I, I just it it was another another great story and as as ron said the the uh, in scripture G- jesus came uh, took took off took the, all the privilege of deity, um, and and became doulos here, and so did Peter, and so did Jude, and so did Paul, so did John, and hopefully so does Wish and Kirsten and Ryan and Sean yes. and all who call ourselves Christian. Um, so we we have we're doing great on time. We got about five more minutes. Is there anything that that you all uh, want to talk about or that stood out to you um, in in hearing from Pastor Jay. One thing you mentioned about service, I try to serve with binders on. So like when you serve other people, all your attention is on them. So like you don't have any distractions around you because I think like when you help others and you show them care, if you're not showing them with intentionality, then what is the point of it? Like if Jesus was in front of you, all your intention w- attention would be on him. So why isn't it the same for your brother or sister? Right. And so applying that to service, I think is really important. And then there's also a quick note he made about the GPS and he said it was God's positioning strategy. And I thought that was a really cool note to make because personally, I'm awful with direction. So I use Google Maps <laughs> anywhere outside an hour radius. And so for me, that was an instant connection because I do not have any directionality. And so when he said that, I thought that was very good because as with like just physical locations, I also need help from Jesus in my life every day. Um, I, I appreciate you bringing up that point. Um, w- one of the things over the last few years that we've tried to do um, within Campus Ministries is be very intentional about three things. Uh, loving people sacrificially, serving others in the same way that Jesus came to serve. Uh, not serving 
necessarily ourselves as much as we're serving other people and then trying to relate to where people are. So serve, love and relate. And, uh, we, we tried to, we tried to update, you know, like our page on the website and, and tried to make sure that some, some visuals and some graphics are, are all kind of cool and, and modern. And one of the things that some of our students put together was we've, we've recently kind of changed the images that we use on the website. And one of the things that we've chosen to use is like the little, the little pins on like the maps that, you know, Google maps or whatever, where it just shows, you know, like, where are you? You know, like you're here and your destination has this little pin. So we've used those little pins, um, within some of our graphics. And I think, I think it's a great point. Like what, you know, God positions us perfectly every day. And has a plan for us to be where we need to be, when we need to be there, for who he needs us to be there for. And it's up to us to get up every morning and say, not not my will, God, but yours. Use me. And so many times we wake up and our first thoughts are not Jesus. Our first, not, our first thoughts are not praise. It's not God, guide me and direct me. It's what I want when I want it. Um, and... You know, it's it's our flesh, and too many times we get up self-serving and not in a good way um, instead of getting up and saying, God, use me today, I'm completely surrendered to you, um, and so take me where I need to go. And he, he said, you know, so often God asks, where are you in, in Scripture? And, you know, who, who am I going to send? Who shall I send? Send me. Yeah, send me. And, and, and what are you doing here? Like three questions that, that God the Father has asked us in Scripture and ask his people. What, where are you? Who shall I send? And what are you doing here? Like too, ma- too many times we find ourselves positioned on the, what, how did he say it? The, the God's... Uh, positioning strategy positioning strategy like why why are you where you are like that's not where i intended you to be you know we we have to have that evaluation where we take a look at our maps and go i am not where i need to be where god where do you need me to be and be willing to go where he needs you to be um and i I just think those are i got to dig into that more where are you um who shall I send? Or am I, what's my answer going to be? And um, what, am I where God needs me to be, serving who I need to be serving the way God needs me to be serving? So that was really good. Anything else? Uh, I wanted to add on to that a little bit. And um, like Sean said, God always positions us where we where we need where we're supposed to, or where He thinks we're supposed to, where He knows we're supposed to be at. Mm-hmm. And I struggle sometimes with wondering, like, what am I doing or am I really where I'm supposed to be? But just finding um, uh, reassurance in, in, in the Lord and knowing that he, he places me a pla- he places me somewhere for a reason. And there's like there's a reason that I'm at Kentucky Wesleyan College. There's a reason that I went to chapel for the first time and continue to go back every week. And there's a reason that I'm here this morning sitting on this purple couch with Kirsten and with Sean and, <laughs> and with Wish in here and it's just it's just great to great to know that there's always a plan and he always has something mapped out for us. Yeah. Yeah. And like if there's 
if there's one thing that I have settled into in my life and in my faith and, and, you know, some people go, well, that's kind of harsh. Um, I don't have faith in people. Uh, I don't have faith in myself in the flesh that I am, Mm -hmm. but I have all the faith in God. And so what, what I, what I have faith in as far as people is concerned is I I have complete faith in the God in whoever. Um, but I don't have, I don't even have faith in me and my flesh and I'm not going to trust in other people. Um, I'm going to put my complete trust in God because I know that God has, God's word is true. God is truth. Um, I know that God can be trusted, uh, he's never let anybody down. He's never broken a promise. Uh, he's never betrayed anyone. And, and I know that if, if his example and his, and his mandates and his teachings center around serving others and serving him, then that's something that I have to do. Um, and I have to fight and I have to fight against my, my nature to, to, to not go where others tell me to go or what the world says that this is the best option for you. Um, self-serving is like self-care. That's a good thing. But self-serving in, in selfishness is not a good thing. And, and our world is really, really selfish. And uh, we, we have to fight against that. Jesus fought against that. And... Um, I just I just think the example that Jesus had for us, as well as those who were who were surrendered and not committed. I mean, when you start thinking about that, Jesus was surrendered to to what the mission and the call that God had given him to come and and to save us. And um, and so was Peter and so was Jude and Paul and John and hopefully us, too. Um, I saw his, there was a lot in there and he was moving quickly. Um, and there was a lot of stuff there and I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, any, any final thoughts as we finish up? I'm going to mention something really quick cause I forgot to earlier, but going back to the pen illustration, I had that the speaker represented the world and the devil cause so many things are being like thrown at us. Like you should do this, you should do that. And we have so many different commitments in our life that it's like, it's hard to find the one thing we should surrender to and that's Jesus and he's the red pen. So I encourage others today or when they listen to this to find the red pen mm-hmm. and where are you? And are you able to be sent? And what are you doing? Yeah, that's good. Any anything on top of that, Ron? Um, or not? Not even in not even in your notes. Just based on what she what she just shared. Uh, I mean, that whole red pen analogy is really really good. Um, and I mean, you took you just you just took it to another level of application yeah and you you leveled up uh on that and when you think about it like every day every day that god gives us is another opportunity in his plan for our lives for us to to bring glory to him through the way that we serve him and serve others and so every day there could potentially be that 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 red pen 
um, that could be a person, could be a task, could be whatever. So we're, our focus should be to get up and, and make sure that we stay focused on the red pen. Um, uh, what, off of what Kirsten was talking about with um, the gray pins re- representing the devil and with the world throwing stuff at us every day and uh, throwing us those distractions, mm-hmm. trying to get us off track and to get us away from following following God mm-hmm. and following the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, um, throughout, throughout every day, you're going to uh, have those distractions come at you, whether it's in your school, it's mm-hmm. personal life with mm-hmm. your friends or family. Mm-hmm. And you just have to, like what Kirsten said, find that red pen and however, 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 however it's presented to you, just focus in on that and follow that red pen and then mm-hmm. just run with that every day and always keep that in your mind. Yeah. And, and the other thing about the other pens, sometimes the other pens are not bad things. You know, sometimes sometimes the enemy tempts us not with horrible, sinful things. It's just things to get us distracted so that you, you're tapping, tapping your page. Like, there are so many wonderful things that we can do, but if it's not what God's called us to do, then it's not what we need to be doing. And it doesn't mean that it's, oh, well, I, you know, I went out and sold drugs to a bunch of elementary school kids. You know, <laughs> that's, you know, it, it's not necessarily something horrible that you would do or I'm going out and taking someone else's life. Sometimes it's doing something that you feel like is what needs to be done versus the red pen, the thing that God needs you to focus on that day in serving other people. You may be serving. Well, somebody say, well, what's wrong with that? Well, there's nothing wrong with serving other people. But is it what's, is it the thing that God has called you to do? Yeah. You know, because sometimes we go and do things that God's called other people to do, but because we're doing it, they go, well, maybe I'm not supposed to be doing that. And then they're, you know, because it does make a, our choices on even doing good things like serving other people. Why are you doing it? Is God calling you to do that? Where are you? Is it serving where I've called you to serve? Why are you there? That GPS is different for everybody. It's different for everybody. And if you just get your destination right every day, if you get your right red pen every day, God's got a purpose for everybody to be taken care of. And it's part of our responsibility to get the right red pen focused in so that we're where we're supposed to be, when we're supposed to be doing what God's called us to do in service to him and to service to others. And if we would just do that, uh, the world would be such a better place and other people would be, their lives would be impacted in such a great way. Um, it's just, I insert myself and my opinion and my thoughts and my plans way too much into my days. Um, and the more that we surrender each day uh, to just to just focusing on the red pen that God has for us to focus on. It's good stuff. Surrender and trust. Surrender and trust. Mm. Mm-mm. Uh, we we uh, we had a couple of little little lags in there, and I talked too much, and so Wish is going to pick out some spots in here to 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 maybe cut. Um, and I, I can't thank you all enough for coming in and sharing, and I hope you 
uh, hope you find your way back at some point. You know, we really don't have that many more chapel services this semester or post-chapel podcasts before the end of our spring 2022. And uh, for those who are listening, thank you for listening. We hope and pray that this was a, a help in some way. I think Kirsten and Wish and Ryan for investing in this uh, in this ministry uh, that we have here on on campus. And we hope and pray that if there's a need that you have, uh, if you're struggling with commitment versus surrender, if you're struggling with any type of, of, of service to God or others or taking care of yourself, if if you're not uh, a serving where God needs you to be uh, in a you know as as do loss in your home or in your community church or at work, and you want help with that, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. You can find us at www kwc.edu or something like that it's it's on the kwc website and you can find us at campus ministries and we can hook you up with with ryan or kirsten or myself or wish or pastor jay or anyone else that you need to talk to um so thank you so much uh and as 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 our producer loves for us to end on all god's people said amen amen